Hello, everybody. This is Crimson, and today we've got romantic drama, animated film, five centimeters per second. So stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hey. This is Stony. This is Crimson. And this is Ferris. And we are back with a new episode. So today we are discussing the movie slash romantic drama five centimeters per second. And boy, do we have some shit to say. So, <laughs> that part. Who suggested this? This it was me. And I mean, okay, so so let me so let I'm not me saying that I like it, but I think it put us all in a mood. <laughs> no, and what I was doing, I was like, okay, it's December, you know, it's all wintry, you know, let's get everybody into the winter feel. And I was looking up winter anime things that we could watch. Mm-hmm. And this was just one of them that could come up. We just did Tokyo Godfathers. I thought I really, really enjoyed that. That was a good time. Mm-hmm. Got me all in the Christmas spirit. And mm-hmm. then we got this one that feels like a completely somber winter. And I'm like, okay, this is giving January, February vibes. Yeah, not um, November. Yeah. December. <laughs> <laughs> like this is somber, somber. Like I want to be winter, very much but... seasonal depression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh (laughs) but I mean like I told you guys earlier that there was something that things that pissed me off I did like it but the pacing did make me upset let's get a quick synopsis real quick yeah so what happens when two people love each other but just aren't meant to be together Takaki Tono and Akari Shinohara are childhood friends but circumstances beyond their control tear them apart they promise to stay in contact, and although the progression of time widens, the distance between them, the chain of memories remains ever-present. So, uh, Five Centimeters Per Second is a romantic drama that focuses on the mundane and harsh reality of long-distance relationships. Stuck in the past and unable to make any new memories, Takaki and Akari cling to the hope of seeing each other again. They live their everyday lives half-heartedly, both hurting themselves and the people around them. I, uh, this is the summary from my anime list. Now, I was going, I was agreeing with everything until the last sentence. Because it seems like the only person who was really half-heartedly was Taki. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and because you we can also be reminiscent him. you know mm-hmm. you can be reminiscent without feeling like you're not unable to make new n- memories you know it seemed like the other girl seemed like she was progressing but we'll get that into that in a second so first i want to note that this is directed and produced by makoto shinkai and he has a very 
great track record. Like this guy made The Garden of Words, Your Name, Weathering oh. with You. Uh like these you know, are it, I was getting some your name vibes from this too, oddly enough. So that's really interesting. He just had another title come out called Suzume. I don't know if you've seen it. I think I've seen some art for it, but I haven't watched it yet. Um, yeah, it's causing a lot of uh <laughs> strife. <laughs> strife. Yeah. Lord. Because it seems that like it depicts a high school girl and a mysterious young man trying to present uh prevent a series of disasters across Japan. Now in the trailer, it seems like the guy turns into a chair. Oh, that's the one that everybody mad about. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this that was that's really different. So I'm actually I have that on my list to watch. So I'm glad that I'm watching something older from his. Because mm-hmm. I did see Weathering with You, but I haven't seen your name. And the only reason why I haven't seen your name is because it looked like it was gonna make me cry. And Weathering with oh, You definitely is. made me cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but let's get into it. So the story is set in Japan in the 1990s until uh, the present day of when this came out in 2008. And it's mostly centered around, I would say it's mostly centered around about Takaki and his interactions with these three other women. Women, yeah. They break it down into three episodes. So the first episode is called Cherry Blossom. And that's when we see a young Takaki, I guess he's like in elementary school mm-hmm. in Tokyo. And he grows very close to another girl called Akari Shinohara. And she transfers there to his school. And because they had similar interests and like kind of like attitudes, like they both had pretty bad seasonal allergies. And the, I guess the library was something that they bonded over doing at, at during recess. Mm-hmm. So... They that created a really close and intimate friendship for them, and I think their peers made fun of them. Yeah, they did. They were teasing them. Which kids are so fucking awful? Honestly, yeah, kids are god awful. (laughs) I it all starts from childhood. I feel like like most of us like have bad experiences being bullied or like somebody Mm -hmm. saying something in childhood that just like stuck and then hurt for like a really long time. Yeah. Emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> no, mm. and it's because kids don't have that, I guess, they don't have it in their brains that, like, the consequences of their actions, so they just say anything. Like, mm-hmm. whatever comes mm-hmm. to, their, to their mind. And, like, I don't think kid, children inherently know that things are hurtful, but it doesn't make it any less hurtful either. Like, even though I grew up and, you know it's not high school anymore or whatever like it's still what people did still hurts you know yeah definitely and I, I've, I've called my bullies out especially the niggas boys did not fuck with me when I was in school and now that I'm an adult everybody want to be in my inbox and I'm like you literally used to make fun of me and they're like oh I was just flirting with you I'm like we were 16 if you wanted to fuck me you should have just said so no you <laughs> <laughs> like, you bullying for the riz that is ridiculous 
<laughs> no seriously like i don't understand why it, it it's like that and I, it's never and it never feels good either it's like you mm-hmm. made me feel pain why would i why would i like you and i mean maybe some girls like that but i definitely don't um because i'll because honestly i don't recover well after pe- me, people treat me funny i'm like mm, i don't forgive and forget i hate and remember so tokyo japan to tochiki japan is a two hour and 25 minute ride on the train and that's at most Mm -hmm. there's two different stations that i'm seeing and the other one is two hour and like 16 minutes so it's not that it's not that far not not a super long trip but i guess for 14 year olds who don't have jobs and autonomy that might be a little stressful yeah yeah i mean and it, it did seem like it was really stressful like once akari moves they keep in contact through letters and mm-hmm. that was really that was really sweet to be honest it read like i was reading a book to be honest I, it felt like the yeah. narration of a novel and that was really sweet mm-hmm. and they really put you in there for me yeah. it felt very very immersive like i don't know and it it almost felt like I was being intrusive. I'm like, I shouldn't be witnessing this. <laughs> like, this is none of my business. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, you know, this is really sweet that they're keeping um up with each other like this, like pen pal style, but they low key love each other. And but it was just making me so upset because I was like oh just say how y'all really feel like a phone call like y'all ain't got each other's numbers like the thing, but the thing about it was that he ends up i think he calls her once he gets that to a stop station because the, the train gets delayed so he gets the moment to call her and when he calls she's not there so that obviously means that she's still at at the, the station at the station waiting waiting for him and he mm-hmm. felt so bad that he was start, it seemed like he was getting anxious like he put his watch on the table like next to him mm-hmm. like the little ledge next to him and he's like thinking like damn honestly i hope she's not there because who wants their their friend to wait for them in a storm like he's gonna feel extra guilty and i know yeah. that that feeling and also there's this moment where after he hangs up the phone from calling her house he loses one of the letters that she sent to him and I think that's really significant for some reason no I think I thought he wrote that letter and he was going to give it to her oh it was okay I thought it was a letter that he that he kept of hers yeah no it was um it was a letter that he had written to her that he was going to hand to her when they met up oh that's sad but he lost it yeah he blew away in the, in the wind like he saw that um <laughs> fucking let her go away he started like pouting i was like oh lord right and but baby. it's crazy because in the end he doesn't even read it so he gets delayed a lot and then by the time he gets there it's like 22 something and she's still there and he's relieved that she's still there and when he comes in she sees him and she grabs his jacket and she she just starts crying and i felt that because I mm-hmm. think that even in her heart too, she was just probably like, "Damn, like, what if he's not coming?" Um, it's just gotta be a shitty feeling. Very yeah. shitty feeling. Getting stood up is a fucking shitty feeling, and you know. But it seemed like once he got there, it was really, really nice. Like they share a meal together that she made, 
and she was being really humble like he was like oh my god this is amazing and she was like oh you're just hungry it's not that good mm-hmm. um and what <laughs> i'm sorry i kind of <laughs> like i kind of laughed at this part because like in new york this would never go as cool nicely <laughs> yeah but what happens is they go outside i guess they're standing in the snow and they share a kiss and that's really really fucking cute and then you know they decide that they're gonna sleep in the shack yeah because the train Mm. station was closed so i and i guess they didn't have any way to get her to her house because um the the, yeah there were no more running trains because i think they were just gonna meet up at the train station hang out and then go their separate ways but because the train delays and the bad uh weather they weren't able to do that so they um they stayed overnight in some shed nearby which is crazy and um Mm -hmm. yeah they cuddled and kissed yeah it seems like that warm my heart yeah that was really sweet and then i think when he kissed her he realized that i don't know something about the way the the frame was it was like the kiss felt like it was gonna be his last uh, and I think he maybe he realizes it too. And she does as well, because then the next night, you know, before they depart, she goes, you know, it's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. Man, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, it really does hurt. Mm-hmm. And and he was, it seemed like he was like, oh, I'm going to call and I'm going to still, you know, keep up with you. I am. And then that's it. That's pretty much the end of the first yeah episode and then she had her own letter that she didn't give to him and like you said they it felt like it was a mutual yeah Yeah. which I think I don't know it's it's hard to deal with something like that especially at a young age and I don't like how people try to wave off children's emotions it's not real because it's been proven that like the the feelings that you feel as a crush when you're a child are the equivalent to how you feel when you're an adult it's the same Mm -hmm. it might not be conveyed the same but it's just as serious so and then to have to deal with something that's like so mature and it's not of any fault of your own it's just circumstances because you're not an adult you can't stay in Tokyo on your own is that you won't get to see what this relationship could be because there's just no way that it could happen yeah yeah because two hours is a long time it is because it's a four hour trip until you know yeah. four hours a day that you got to put to your side and that's not including the hanging out portion yeah mm-hmm. and as like kids going to school full-time like yeah it was they just understood that it wasn't gonna go that way but i wish that we could see whether or not what happened after this Mm-hmm. But we don't. We get to episode two called Cosmonaut. And this is around like 1999. And now Takaki is a third year in. And uh, I guess he's a third year in high school. Yeah. So it's. I think he's pretty much our equivalent to a senior. Because mm-hmm. everybody's talking about what they're going to do afterwards. And then that's when we get introduced to the other female character. What was her name? Kanai Sumida. 
this poor girl, she just like me for real. Don't know what the fuck she doing in life. <laughs> Yo, honestly, <laughs> I felt for her. I felt for her bad in, in every her sense angst. of the form. Yeah, like her yeah, angst totally really bad. got to me. Like the, the her feelings were so, so strong and she didn't were, know what mm-hmm. to do with them. And yeah. that's what I felt the most. But she also had this weird attachment to him. Like... Mm-hmm. She the first time she said that as soon as she seen him, he she transferred. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He transferred to her <laughs> school, and you know, there's something about this that seems really cool. They said, um, I looked it up, and it says Tane Gashima is where the Tane Gashima Space Center is lo- is located. So there's something about I guess travel that really really meant a lot in this in this portion, mm. and not just travel like you know in terms of like distance but I guess traveling in in life like you know your heart and your passion and Mm -hmm. she was struggling to find that herself like she didn't know what she wanted to do in life and her family was very concerned about that um but she didn't know nothing but she knew that she wants she loved this guy really bad and yeah that was the one thing she was sure of that and and surfing and surfing and I think that you know her feelings I liked that nothing ever came of her feelings because I felt like this this episode was more about uh, self-preservation over your feelings, if that makes sense. I understand that, but as somebody who's been in situations like that, I just feel really bad for her because I... The low-key triggered me in a way. It, so. Yeah, me too. Because I've been that girl where I'm like, I like this person, but I, j- I can't convey that. And like, I don't know why. And then like, Same. I've waited years to do that whole like, yeah, so. Um. You know what also really hurts is like, if you really like somebody, but you have a, but you're kind of like, have like this, oh, in reality, it'll never be. Never, like, mm-hmm. it'll never be. Oh, like that shit is so fucking hurtful. And that's always hurtful. with me. Like, if I like somebody or if I'm feeling like, oh my God, I have feelings for this person, I'm just like, girl, be fucking for real. It's not going to happen. And like, you know, it's right in your fucking face. Like, it's not going to fucking happen. It's just like, no, my dumb ass wants to believe something's going to happen. And, <laughs> and it don't. So I just be kicking my own ass. But hey. This shit was low key triggering. I can't even. I, yeah, I was like, girl, I couldn't even eat my ice cream. I was so fucking upset. Like, like near the end, I was getting mad at her, uh, but at the very beginning, like I'm like, I definitely, I remember that shit. Like I, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it sucks. It does, <laughs> and I think, but it's very important because I feel like sometimes, sometimes I'd be like, you know, I'll, I'll. I'll always miss the shots that I don't shoot, you know? But at the mm-hmm. same time, you have to look logically at a situation. And yeah, I think she, I think it was, this is a good example of her realizing with it not taking, putting her feelings above what was actually looking at her in the face. So mm-hmm. most of her time that she liked him, like they spent time as friends, like they spent time as really good friends. He walks mm-hmm. her home all of that she spends a lot of her time free time thinking about him and even while she's going out and surfing and all that her family I don't think her family knows that you know what she's doing really and she doesn't know what she's doing but she knows that she likes this dude and she even tries to 
go to the same school as him so works really hard in school mm-hmm. and she feels comforted and knowing that he tells her that he doesn't know really you know what he's doing either and that makes her feel better and then mm-hmm. one day you know she has a, a moment where she's like yo i finally surfed my first wave like you know and that's really important to her because for the past six months she's been she's been trying and she hasn't been able to do it right and she said, you know, so if I can make it over this hurdle, then I can make it over all hurdles. And so she works up the courage to say that she wants to say her feelings to him. Only to, she starts working, uh, walking home with him. And then she realized like, it's like stuck in, it looks like it's stuck in her chest. Cause she's like holding her yeah. chest and she's mm-hmm. getting so overwhelmed with the emotion, but she's frozen that she just starts crying. And he notices that she's crying. He turns around and behind them, it seems like a rocket goes off. And I think that rocket was really significant for their feelings. Like in the rocket comes up and like half of the sky is lit up and the half is really dark. And then something just comes where it's like, seems like they're both really, I guess they both feel like they're coming to some type of closure. It looks like mm-hmm. to me. And it, I think that he he noticed after she started crying and i think that he didn't want to address it so he left it alone all right like personally and and so did she (laughs) i think she she after walking home with him she says you know what like and after walking home with him and i lay down at night i realized that he's always writing people you know i wish he would write to me she says that she wished she would he would write to her in the beginning but he's like mm-hmm. he's always writing someone and it always looks like he's looking at something Look, deep in the distance yeah he's never looking at me and so i decided that i'm gonna drop it and i'm not gonna say my feelings ever and then she cries about that um, i felt that cry session i felt that too um mm-hmm. and then we later find out that takaki's emails are not being sent to anybody in fact he he just writes and writes and writes and, and then deletes it and then deletes He's really caught up on his ex, Akari, still. And he's mm-hmm. still having dreams about her. And so he's he's looking... He's also not even looking at what's in front of him. No, he's really. not. I don't even think he's really paying attention to his self and his needs, honestly. I really don't. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. And then that goes into episode three. And this is... I honestly, this is where for me personally, I this is where the story changes. And like, I went from being super hopeful to like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I'm sad for the, I guess the decline in love life that he's having. Mm-hmm. I, I was super hopeful, especially because each of these, t- the first two episodes, the first episode was 20 minutes. And I thought that they was going to be like, at least evenly. But then the second one ends up being like 30 minutes. And so we only have 10 minutes left for this last episode. And I'm like, what the hell? So, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm I'm confused on like, what's going to happen now? Right. How How's it going to, what's going to happen? <laughs> right. Because I'm like, what, what happens to him? And then, so then we find out it's now 2008. He's a grown man. He's a programmer in Tokyo. And his, for the first girl, Akari, she's you know you see you see scenes of her with her wedding ring on and like wishing Mm -hmm. her family well and telling her mom and dad like you know I'll see you at the wedding don't worry about me so she's on her way to get married to somebody else 
And Takaki is living in the past. And it seems like to the detriment of himself, to be honest, he's alone. Uh-huh. His house is a mess. Mm-hmm. There's beer cans everywhere. He's picked up smoking. He has a girl that he's <laughs> dated for like three years and calling him. And he's and he ignoring the answer, her. yeah. And I think that's signifying that he's trying to break up with her, but he's ghosting yeah. her. Yeah. What a boo, boo. Mm-hmm. Like he goes like boo the whole fucking time. Yeah, I think this is what and, and you and endings usually don't ruin an anime for me, but this one really made me like, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. Was <laughs> like Man. this is the first time I was like, wow. And also just because the third girl seems like really shy. And mm-hmm. I'm not gonna hold you. I feel like there are some times where like guys could um just date girls just because and it seems like maybe yeah. she was just really open for him and so he knew that so he dated her he said yeah because he dated her for three years and it doesn't take three years to realize that you don't like somebody he makes this uh quote he goes you know we sent uh, we've been dating for three years and we sent so many emails we've sent so many emails but our hearts never feel like they're reaching closer and i'm like why did it take you three years to realize that you were not getting close to this girl Mm. Like, Do you think that it took him three years to realize that or because of societal standards and because his feelings of unrequited slash lost love that maybe he was hoping that he would feel closer to her? Maybe. Not that that's an excuse, but... I but then I just feel like at that point, you need to know yourself better. And then it's yeah, still to well, the detriment of the other person. Don't. I think a lot of people yeah. don't know themselves and then they get into relationships and then weird shit starts happening. Yeah, and see, but then mm-hmm. that's the detriment to the other person, and then you need yeah. to fucking go to therapy. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, you can't be out here hurting people's feelings, and especially ghosting her. You could at least say, hey, you know what? Because you, now you're making it feel like her, she did something to you, and there's, there's not, and, and like I don't think there was the anything problem. wrong with her. No. Yeah. And it seemed like she was at work feeling some type of way about yeah, this guy. Yeah, it seemed like it was she she probably was having a bad day at work. I'm pretty sure her boss called her off to the side, meaning she probably got fired and your boyfriend is not answering the fucking phone. That's I don't up. think she got ghosting. fired. He just said, "Hey, uh, are you ready for the meeting?" And then she goes, "Oh, yes." She didn't get fired, but she okay. was being mopey at work. <laughs> That would be so fucking sick. Like, imagine you trying to get a hold of your man, and not only having a shitty day at work, but your man is about to ghost you. Like, oh, but as a ghoster myself, like, <laughs> I can't even be talking. <laughs> no, that's a fact. But I've never ghosted somebody that I was dating for three years. Like, come on, I date. No, for at real. least, yeah, at I least agree. I get I ghost in like the first uh the first little trial the session. taking stage the talking yeah, stage I yeah business days because i say three or five business days that'll give me a good time if i like a a motherfucker or not and you know if i don't like you like within three to five days then yeah that's when i just leave right i mean i give it i give it two weeks i try i try it out for at least two weeks i know two within two weeks if i want to keep going forward or take somebody seriously enough and then mm-hmm. the most the most a month but even if a month is yeah. push, if I don't still don't know by a month is pushing it, and I'm probably giving myself a little denial, or mm-hmm. your, your energy mm-hmm. is in a, a is in a weird limbo state where you're not doing anything technically wrong, but I'm getting weird vibes or something. So it's it's like if 
yes, like he had probably just so much going on, but you know, just a little bit of self insight would let stop you from stringing people along for three years, and you you don't have to waste anybody's time. You know, yeah. and and I also feel like it's unhealthy. The way he is reminiscent is very unhealthy. Mm. He's so stuck in the past to the point where it's like it's to his detriment and other people's. And I'm not trying to say that you know his love life is in shambles because of him but i feel like if he was a little bit more present and maybe put in a little bit more effort into his relationships and himself instead of being depressed and and reminiscent i think that he could like because you're saying in the past so long that you you can't be happy in the present you know no no but I, i i that's i think that's the point in the story it's just to be stuck and uh, and how that and how that affects you and more than anything how it affects the others around you because even though we did follow him for the most part we didn't get a lot of his exposition we always heard it from the girls the most we the, the most most we got out of him was his monologue at the end for real at the very beginning and at the very end and in the middle which was the longest section we really didn't get to hear much from him mm-hmm. so this is all just like speculation but that's what happens when you don't know yourself when you have removed yourself when you're so stuck in the past that you can't focus on the the now the here and now and it's it's fucked up and like I'm not making excuses for him because I I've I feel with each character because I've been each of them. And that's why my feelings are fucking hurt watching this shit. I'm, I'm not <laughs> you so okay. called out. <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm not okay either. And I think I'm not okay because I, I guess like I don't like the way he handles his heart and I don't mm-hmm. like the way he handles other people's hearts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know a girl like me be like out of sight, out of mind, baby. Who's next? <laughs> not, me. not me. I be thinking about that shit for like days. I'm like, oh, remember when they used to do this to me? We we could have been this. I mean, I had like, that too, but that doesn't stop me from getting some more. Oh, like, you know, like yeah. I think like, he was really stuck, and then I'm like, we can also take a test too, because you know, like one of the famous anime tropes is the childhood best friend. And he had that and he probably like, and you also know how men are. He probably like, oh shit, I'm set for life. But like there was at that point at the train where they kissed and then left, it's like y'all made a decision subconsciously that like this wasn't going to go anywhere, even Mm -hmm. though it probably could have, maybe not for the long run, but maybe it could have been a little bit better than what it ended off as. Right, at least into high into high school, because it seemed right. like it just dropped. Yeah, after that, like mm-hmm. they could have still did it into high school where they they you know noticed somebody, you know. But he wasn't even trying to notice anybody because me and old sofa girl, we would have been we would have been together until I had mm-hmm. to move again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't. It really doesn't make sense that he was just like totally blindsided and i guess if he didn't like the surfer girl that's okay too but it doesn't seem like even in his adulthood he's making good decisions um it doesn't seem like he's liking anybody he's dating because he's just so caught up and that really that that frustrated me and this mm-hmm. it's the movie started off so strong i really liked the first and second part but i mean i'm not trying to say that you know i didn't like depressed 
Takaki, but I mean, I think it was supposed to be a bummer ending because it started off so sweet and innocent. Yeah. And, I, and I liked that it was able to capture all of that. It captured those childhood crushes. It captured those like high school crushes and like that teenage angst, like just being so emotional that like y'all remember crying to the point where like a sound doesn't come out. Like, mm-hmm. I know that's how she was boohooing in her bed that night. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think the reason, like, I just, I don't think he wanted more from himself. Yeah. To be honest, I really don't. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's okay. Because it's your life. And if you don't want more, that's fine. But it's funny because it's like, there's this moment where I, he's back in his, like, I guess, hometown and yeah. where they him and Akari met in childhood mm-hmm. and they both pass each other as adults and I think mm-hmm. they both noticed that it was them it, mm-hmm. so once they get to the other side of the train tracks he goes yo if I turn around and she she'll turn around too and then he turns around and the train comes and he waits there and when the train passes she's gone and that I feel like that was some symbolism for his being stuck as well it's like she yeah she's moving yeah. on with her life baby mm-hmm. gave the chance you know to move on and and he did not and it, it's sad it, it really is sad and i think they also had like a, a dream together yeah they both where they dreamed were both, of each other where they were little though specifically mm-hmm. that's and that's living in the past because mm-hmm. you don't even you know, know who this person is and as an adult that right. too and then also his feelings might be so strong that he probably fucking sent her the same dream he was having because he is just so obsessive like that's mm-hmm. what i fucking believe um mm-hmm. because and then she's looking on at you know like she said she found the letter and she was reminiscent but she didn't seem feel like she was reminiscent like bad reminiscent it was like oh this happened for me yeah you know? mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, this happened to me. You know, like, he was really sad. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. It was crazy. But, I mean, I'm in- interested in seeing how this plays out. I want to read the manga because I read that there is a manga that came out based on the movie, but a long time ago, in a novel. Mm-hmm. A light novel and then a manga? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, okay. Interesting. And then the, the manga came out like years later, but they say that they, they go into more detail. I wish that I didn't wait to like the last minute to watch the movie because I probably would have read the manga yeah. uh, real quick because it's only mm-hmm. two volumes. Oh, yeah. that's a short one. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm interested in seeing like if it was what happens because I, I need the third I need the third <laughs> episode to be fleshed out I need to yeah. get into his depression mode like I need to understand what was happening with him because it was it just felt like time skip actually I'm depressed and I ain't shit <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah he quit his job too yo that's the first sign that you can't do it no more you gotta quit the job I've been no. I would like to view his drop into his depression. I would like to view his relationship with the other girl. The girl, the girl, yeah. Progress that they were having and their dynamic. I don't think we really got to see much of the other girl other than, you know, she was was kept calling him and texting him. And she looked very 
you know, depressed about, you know, him ignoring her for the most part. You know mm-hmm. what this kind of reminds me of now that we're talking about it? Uh, it's given a little bit of 500 days of summer. Where, I've never, uh, seen, that. Oh I've my never God. seen that either. What? Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you can still tell us. Yeah. yeah. Well, with 500 Ooh. days of summer, it's like the girl summer, she has this very like passive look on love. And she's like, you know, I don't really believe in marriage, da, 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 this and that. And the guy is like this hopeless romantic. And he thinks that he's like such a good guy and he'll make such a good boyfriend. But like, he's just like not reading the room. And like, he's kind of an asshole about it too, where like a lot of, a lot of people get misconstrued where they're like, oh no, they should have been together. Cause she does end up getting married. And he's like super pissed about it. Cause she invites him to this party and he thinks, oh, we're going to reconnect and we're going to fall in love again. And she's going to realize that she was wrong. And it that's how I feel like uh, the main character in five, uh, what the fuck is the name of it? What is it? Five, five centimeters per second. Yes. How he is because, and maybe not being manipulative and, uh, but he is very woe is me about it from, from what we can see because he doesn't make any actions to like change his life or his outlook on something and this is Mm -hmm. also something that I noticed about like quiet men who aren't necessarily outwardly problematic but once you get to know them you're like oh where like some shy quiet men have this thing where they're used to women approaching them so Mm -hmm. because of that they they don't make the best partners because they never had to work for it. And I kind of feel that's probably what his deal is too. He's never had to work for a relationship because his first relationship was so grounded on like mutual understanding and friendship and whatnot. And then it ended the way that it did. And he kind of didn't want anything else because everything else probably felt like a chore to him. Yeah. Mm. And then you know what else too? he always moved so much that maybe he also has like a problem with like feeling grounded someplace. Yeah. Like in order to grow with somebody, you know, you really have to, it takes a lot of effort. It does. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And if you're constantly moving, you're probably like, why should I get close to somebody if I'm just going to move within like a six months to a year? Yeah. Yeah. And I, f- I feel like that trope happens um, in a lot of Japanese stories that, you know, maybe they have a work culture where a lot of people have to move and there are kids who move around and like, and then a lot of kids say that they have problems like with retaining friends because they have to move so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thankful I wasn't a move around kid. But as a child, probably not. And it, yeah, probably to m- to the better of character development of myself that I didn't do that because mm-hmm. yeah, I still have all my high school friends well not all of mm-hmm. them but most of them mm-hmm. so I can't imagine not being able to like have people that you can grow and like reminisce with and stuff like that yeah that's because sounds- it also doesn't yeah. make seem like he was very friendly either and like he didn't seem like he had a lot of other friends either no not really it seems like he kind of Either he clings to a girl. To yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Uh, I watched the dub and Johnny Young Bosch, who's also the voice actor. Oh, that's who that was. I love him. I'm in love with Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah. You know what? Y'all are going to be so surprised. I watched the dub. Look at you. Where you got the dub from? Where you found the dub at? You didn't share with us. I had to look for it. Well, I was on um because I have YouTube um uh, on my Roku TV and I just searched five centimeters per second and I couldn't see the sub version, so I was like, oh, they have a dub. Okay, we'll just go with that. And yeah, it was it was nice. It was nice. Yeah, good for you. Oh no, I'm gonna be like they about to have a field day with this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's because it's hard. She'd be real elitist, like sub only. And the sub wasn't hitting. Like I was looking at it and I was like, this quality is like terrible. This is giving bootlegs from 07 and so Damn, not the blue. Can I also say that this does feel its age and not in a bad way, Mm. but like, damn, they really did zap my ass right back to 2007. It was weird. Yeah, because they didn't have fucking phones and then the flip phone. (laughs) And I was like, uh, these kids is on like they own little motorbikes. Like, where they do that? Mm-hmm. Where they <laughs> do that? <laughs> I would kill to have one of those. Me too. I would love to have one, but I know my clumsy ass gonna fall right off that bitch. And we don't do that anymore. Like, I think Mm-mm. back then people did used to write letters to people, and like we don't have that intimate access to people like writing letters no. anymore i would That's love to write why. letters i remember in elementary school we would have pen pals it would just be like kids from like fourth fourth or fifth grade but like <laughs> yeah we would have pen pals and i was just like oh i miss getting letters and i wish i had um like, Wait, I fun fact, we could still probably get pen pals but things are so digital nowadays that it's definitely gonna have to be like online and there are places where like you can connect with people from different countries and all types of stuff and you can That's find so a pen cool. pal i don't um, know there's just something very serious about something that's handwritten and that i want I, I do that when I want to be romantic. I've done that before. I've written letters and like literally not even handed it to the person. I sent, I put it to the post office, like saw them 20 minutes later. And then five days later, they're like, you wrote me a letter? I'm like, yes, yes, I did. Because I love you. <laughs> oh, that's really fucking sweet. Only women do that. And then like, <laughs> honestly, I fucking like a man has never fucking handwritten me a fucking letter mm. and like yeah or like not even men like just like I, I think that's such a like a feminine touch and so to mm-hmm. find somebody who like a guy who wants to do that for you too is like it, it, it's really rare because I even like me dating like mask presenting people like they don't want to write letters like when they write me a letter they're like uh I remember in seventh grade <laughs> me and all my friends would like write each other letters and give it to each other like one class lets out and we got to go to our other class we would just give them a letter and we would just um would read it and it would be so cute because it would be like all in colored pens and like we would make like little doodles and shit on it <laughs> that's mad cute me and my oh. friend also had like a friend journal yeah where, where we would oh. write to each other and stuff but that though that type of intimacy is just like so fucking rare like it's it it's it is not for everybody 
it's not it's not and so i think him being able to have something so close and so intimate and then maybe not having it in the same way i think that affected him too because he's like if i don't want if i don't get it like this like maybe i don't want it oh do you also think that this is a discussion about how technology changes relationships Mm, it could but then he was but, but then he was emailing and not to say yeah. that the emailing is isn't isn't like the same as a handwritten note, but emails mm-hmm. do take effort time. and time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so emailing now and you're still not getting that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it wasn't back then. It wasn't like back then where it was like text messages. Like it was literally it was literal emails. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I was like, yeah, there was a time that like we would like email each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's kind of just as intimate in a way. It's just doing it a different way. And he still wasn't trying. Yeah. <sighs> I guess, who do we feel bad for the most? I feel bad for <laughs> the second girl the most, to be honest. Same. Yeah. I feel bad for Same. the second girl. Um, I think I know what it feels like to be like stuck in a place where you don't feel like you know yourself, but your feelings mm-hmm. are very sure. You're really sure about your feelings, but they don't they don't nothing comes good comes out of it mm-hmm. i guess you can say yeah i mean i mean maybe their friendship was helpful in some way but it also felt like it was passing and i think at the end the 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 third episode there was a he was he finds himself in a convenience store after he quits his job and he mm-hmm. picks up a magazine and it has the journey of the second rocket yeah that they uh, the launched yeah so like it was oh i said second rocket i think it was the only lot but, but it was like rock ro- it was like a decade long journey of mm-hmm. rocket launched in the second act so and i think that was reminiscent of the other girl starting her e- own or um, her own journey yeah mm-hmm. like it, it ended for her at, at the time that it was you know the other girl was starting to get ready and i think that was like her second act the the, the rocket launching in a second act means that you know, and now she's starting her her um own life too. You know, and it just seemed weird that he was just like in this stuck place, but everything else around him is moving. It's moving. It be like that sometimes. And though. it made me it feel like bad. It made me. Feel I know bad. it's and it's I, a really frustrating thing to witness because it's like I definitely do empathize with him to a certain extent because mm-hmm. I have been there before. But at the same time, it's like, but are you actually trying? I've been there before, but I felt like I've actually been trying. And I don't think he was trying. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. But what hurt me the most is like that feeling that all your peers are are doing things around you mm-hmm. that's better. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. you're and it feels like you're not. And I mean, and yes, because he's not trying. But also it's just that weird feeling of seeing everything move and and you're you're just stuck and you're stuck in 1995 yeah for real <laughs> <laughs> stuck in the stone ages and he's stuck like... in 1995 and it's 2008 bro Ugh. like it's yeah like i felt and i did feel bad for him because you know his depression stage like the the 
beer cans and the <laughs> smoking. It's giving very much Takemichi in the first episode. <laughs> oh, his ragged, this trifling ass um house. I was like, damn, bitch, you live like this. <laughs> you know, like, geez. But I felt him. Like, I feel, I felt that that balcony smoke. Like, I felt that that Ooh. kicking the fucking beer can over. Like, I felt that. Like. You know, the way he described his depression was hurt, hurting me. Like, he was like, you know, the sadness is all around me. It's in my bed. It's in the toothbrush. I used to brush my teeth everywhere. Oof, like, yeah. like, it's everywhere for That's him. Different. Like, it's mm-hmm. everywhere. And it's, he felt like his it consumed his life. Uh-huh. And I don't think, and mm-hmm. I, I think once you get to that stage in depression, you literally can't move. No, um, you can't. But it's like, how long was you, how how long was this going, you know, with you not un, being unable to move? And that's why I said, I think the second girl dodged a bullet in a way, because yeah. noticing that he he was never going to look at her because look, he would have did her like he did the third girl. Like he did the third girl. Mm-hmm. I love the sound effects in this movie too. Like the crunching mm-hmm. of the snow. I'm like, oh, that's some ASMR for me. I love when it snows. I like cold weather. Oh, I'm one of those freakazoids. Ugh, I like when you can hear a mouse pee on cotton. That's Ooh. how quiet it be when it <laughs> be snow outside. No, no thank you. <laughs> I'm real. so good. It's the lake effect for me. Like it gets <laughs> so fucking cold, and then we get hit with all the snow so seeing that snow was very like oh like it was good it's coming for me soon (laughs) yes i'm triggered like oh my god i was like please no not the snow yeah i (sighs) i felt i felt like the snow added to the 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 longingness of the of the movie yeah for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then every time we would see like cherry blossoms and stuff okay. that's why in the third the third episode when he seen uh cherry blossoms like he went outside and it was like it felt like this renewed feeling but the every time it was snowing it was like this still um i don't longing this feeling it was it was yeah because it's like how long how long is winter gonna last mm-hmm. how long is this snow gonna stay here how long am i gonna be you know, immobile. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I, and I went into this fucking blind as a bat. I was like, I did too. What is this? <laughs> I was like, I was so thrown weird. off. Yeah. And I liked it, but like it also uh uncovered some feelings that I wasn't trying to feel. <laughs> I know. I was trying to thug it out, but I was like, I don't think I. I no, I can't. Mm-mm. <laughs> I was trying to thug it out. I was, but I just couldn't do it. I was just like, God damn. Like, who knew that I'd be so fucking depressed over this? This is too fucking much. Yeah, it depressed me, but not the way I thought it was going to depress me. Because this uh, this director has a way of getting the feels out with people. And the art style Mm. definitely does not help because they be zooming in on every little snowflake and petal and you really be getting into it like, it like he be fucking (laughs) pulling at the fucking heartstrings and like it depressed me in the beginning that's why i texted you guys like yo like this is doing (laughs) something to me but yeah by the end i got mad yes but as it grew on and on i got felt more and more confused like i think by the second one i felt confused 
about what was what was going on what was going on Mm -hmm. like the first one started off cute and you know and adorable and then you felt a little bit a little bit of pain and disappointment for you know their failed relationship but then you feel hopeful again when he meets the second girl she seems like a really nice person and then I started feeling confused on their dynamic yeah Um, and then by the third one I'm just frustrated it was a roller coaster I definitely I don't know I definitely want to read the manga just to see if I get a little bit more because that third one that shit ended too fast like I feel like I might rewatch it here again probably when it snows so I can have myself a good cry um because I think I'm deserving of that but like by the time that the third story was like nearing the end, I was like kind of just staring at the screen, a little bit dead face, like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, for real. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Me on the other hand, I was just like, oh, the animation is beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I could just sit and rewatch it again. I don't. Yeah, this is gonna me. be a one time. One, yeah. time. <laughs> one and done for y'all. I, I, yeah. I, I want to watch it again. I want to watch it again to see if there's some stuff that I maybe missed out on the first round. And I, I might pick up the manga because I really do want that third story to be fleshed out. But a uh, homegirl was like, Yeah, I'm I'm married. I don't need to look at you, sir. For what? For what? No, for <laughs> real. Because like what but it's not going to serve her and especially like it just there's so many holes to the to the thing too because it's like you know did he ever check on her again like yes he was moving so she couldn't uh, email him but why didn't he do it to her or at least just say hey just to let you know like I'm good or I don't know it it felt like if we were going to long that much like I would have just shot my shot Mm-hmm. to be honest mm-hmm. and then if that didn't work then that would have been fine because also then the third one the song comes on and you I know. can see that they're both looking in the mailbox just to see if some if they got something if they from got each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so it does seem like you know there was some type of like you know they were still hoping that it would still keep going even though they had that subconscious understanding that it wasn't going to yeah feeling feels feelings hate them yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to be if you want to be mopey if you want to feel if you want to see like some cute wholesome childhood relationship and teenage angst and adult depression <laughs> If you want to get your feelings hurt, <laughs> watch the movie. Watch this watch movie. movie. Oh, I'm doing. Oh, but that was a good. It was a. It was you know. I wouldn't say it was good, but not for me. Yeah, I feel you. I, I mean, wasn't expecting this. I'm not sure what I was expecting. I knew it was going to be like some kind of romance sad shit, but I didn't expect it to be like a, a three-part series that moved the way it did. And I thought that that was really interesting and cool. But yeah, I just really wish the third act was fleshed out a little bit more. But I also feel like he did that on purpose because it's like, you know, sometimes we sometimes things aren't fleshed out. And I don't think that their relationship was that fleshed out because he was so comfortable with just ghosting her after three years yeah that's what i'm saying he must have not put that much effort or liked her that much that he can just ghost her mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. definitely check this out 
I do think it's worth a watch at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so too. I agree. Would you guys rate this? Oh, I could rate it on a scale of one to ten. Sure. I give it a six and a half. All right. I'll give it a seven. I would also give it a seven. Well, if you round up six point five, that's a seven. It is. <laughs> I learned that. <laughs> 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 basically and i mean that's and that's not bad that's it's not, not bad. bad it's not bad so, no yeah <laughs> so definitely give it a try and it was fun as our usual check us out and we will see you guys next time bye bye, bye. And that's all that we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on all our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Anabase Anime. You can even shoot us an email at anime at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep it sassy, messy, and weavy, just like we do. Simple included. Bye.